guys! Hey there, hi there! Have you checked out our sale? Have you gone and done the Angry Gnome Apparel? Oop-bop-doop-bop, you should go and do it and get 20% off by the 9th. Hey! Wow, Nicole even... has nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally just sitting here with dead air. I'm like, that was great. I didn't, I couldn't contribute. I'm just, have you gone yet? Or have you checked it out? AngryGnome.shop Shop. It'll be in the show notes, because it's good through Saturday, my Babylonian bitches. Hell! Yas. Um, yeah, that was the bitches. first thing in my notes <laughs> that I did, because I, I've got some legit notes. It, this is, cool girl. This is going to be a doozy of a case today, so, um, yeah, tissues, trigger warnings, all the things. All of them. All of them. I've got a sleeping baby on my leg. Back. So... There may be a twerp that may come down here sometimes, so hopefully they'll stay upstairs. But if not, we'll edit. It could be a Zabri, it could be an Arlo, it could be the both. Who knows? It could be a grandma, it could be a grandpa. It could be a shadow person that Nicole saw run by. It's um, fine. Yeah, that was unsettling. So we're in our in my basement where we record pretty much no, it's all the time. Yeah. And um so we're in our like it's like a living area and then we it's have this toy cute. room. It's yeah, it's decked out in cubs everything it's like a cubs uh store threw up down here it's great mm -hmm. um but yeah in the toy room i was me and sean i don't know what we were, we were just, we've just been chatting and catching up and um because we don't like see each other as probably as often as it seems like we are talk about on this podcast mm -hmm. it's just girl time sometimes we, enjoy it. we uh yeah mm -hmm. i was like we usually go a few days without like chat chat chatting mm -hmm. so we were catching up and I don't know what it was, but it looked like this white figure just, like, ran down the stairs. No, I didn't know it was white. I thought it was, I assumed it was, my bad. It was, like, it looked white. Okay. It was just, like, this figure that just went really fast. And I have astigmatism in my eyeballs. I'm blind as fuck. And I was just like, maybe it's just a trick of my eye. But I don't know. I just, I kept looking over. Now I'm looking over there now, but we turned the light on. Because at first I thought it was my niece. I'm like, oh, it's Avery. She just ran down here. She's hiding from Marla. Wee. And I'm like, hello. And nobody said anything. And I'm like, shit. So, yep, there's the babble for you. You're welcome. welcome. So, happy Halloween month. Yeah, happy Halloween month. <laughs> um, yeah, so Angry Gnome Apparel, we still got that going on through Saturday, so yes. go get you some merch plus more. Yeah, 20% um, off of the entire stock. stock. It doesn't have to be bloody babbles. But you could go be. look at other things. You can go look at their other stuff. They have so much, <laughs> so much more apparel yes. than I realized. I've never like deep dived because I'm not the best. Um, but it, go check it out, all of it, every single ingle thing, twenty percent off. Do yes, it. exactly. Um, let me... And then if you want some bloody battle stuff, there's your, you got your chance too with twenty percent off. And again, the material yes. that they make the wardrobe from with. In on things. your bodies, fantastic, super soft. They don't shrink. Nope. And it's not going to peel or any of that shiznit. Like it's, it's good fabulosa. quality apparel. I'm just going to keep throwing that word at out just... an amazing freaking price without the discount. But now yeah. you get a discount. Discount. Everywhere. Up until the twentieth. 
or the ninth, excuse me, the, the ninth. Twenty percent oh off and through so, the ninth of October. Saturday. Saturday, October ninth. Sorry that my numbers and me don't like to correspond. Well, so twenty percent off and yes. through October ninth. Yes, Go. Yes, yes. Angry gnome uh, dot shop with a peep 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 code babbles yes code babbles oh my but I gosh it's all over the it's all over the website yeah. if you go there so i know um yeah my parents have ordered some stuff shauna's ordered some stuff That's i'm getting ready to order some stuff because monday is paydays for me um but yeah so go check it out check it out you'll be glad you did and they're, they're really that they have some really cool um funny uh halloween shirts too yes. they have um then they had they have one just specific to bloody babbles um, merchandise, I think is what it is. And there's a, a, a true crime podcast and chill shirt. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh my God, damn you guys and your cleverness. It's so cute. I was like, that's freaking rad. Yes. Go look. Yes. Maybe pause for the cause and go check it out now. And welcome, welcome back. back. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that's great. Okay. Um, okay. All right. All right. Now, now to not be so happy and chipper. So, this is another Nate episode. Thanks, Nate Dog. Nate, you to tits. And then again, I don't know. I appreciate every single episode you request to us because I do have a special list of just Nate cases. But, fuck, man. This one, this one's rough. Mm. This is, it's a, um, uh, there are going to be a lot of trigger warnings. Um, it's a, ch- it's a, children are involved that there are the victims in this case. Um, so... Grab some tissues and hold on to your universal titties. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to dive into this nightmare of a case. So this is the case of Ricky and Conrad Morales. Um, they're brothers, clearly, obviously. Um, <laughs> they were born into a family and system that practically guaranteed that they never stood a chance. Um, this article, it was like... Sci high or something. It was like psyhi.com is where I got. It was one of the ones, um, the freaking article that I used for these notes. And the way they wrote this, I really liked how they used their writing. So that's what I used for part of my notes too. Um, they were born to a drug addicted mother. Her name's Rosa, um, who sold drugs to support her habit. Their young childhood was their young childhood was one that was filled with drug abusers drug deals violence swap teams child protective services extreme physical abuse and neglect Mm. they and their siblings were in and out of protective custody by cps constantly um as far as i know it's the two boys and i know they have two sisters that are mentioned i'm not sure of any other children um so as uh, there's at least four of them by their mom and I and they were they were full brothers. I don't know if their sisters were. Okay. Um, but so when their mother Rosa was sentenced to prison on drug charges, she sent then thirteen year old Conrad to live with her brother Raul, who is a convicted felon, and his wife Kathy, and their last name is Saranana. Um, I had to look up how to say it. <laughs> Not to be confused with my co-host, Shauna Nana. Or Sayonara. Or oh. Marinara. Um, <laughs> sorry. Yep. Okay, the way it's spelled mm-hmm. is, looks like Marinara with an, with an N at the end. Oh. So it's like, it looks like Sari Nana. Oh. S-A-R-I-N-A-N-A, but it's Saranana. Um. 
now that we've gotten past that. Um, they were living in Randall, Washington at the time. Um, and then the 10-year-old Ricky was sent to live with her mother, uh, Rosa's mom, so his grandma. And Ricky did not do well with grandma, telling a trusted teacher, quote, my life is not worth living. And he would write, die, Ricky, die on his arm. And he's 10. Mm. Um, the school, fearing that a 10-year-old was suicidal, notified, notified CPS, who had Ricky admitted to a psychiatric facility for treatment at 10 years old. Baby. What is this year? Um, okay. So... If we don't know, that's okay. Um, so, okay. Everything happens in, I believe it's 2005. Yeah, 2005. So, this is like 2004 going into 2005. Um, uh, he was placed under the supervision of a social worker, and her name was Elia, I'm going to guess, Godinez. G-O-D-I-N-E-Z. Godinez. So, by this time... Um, over the course of him being with Grandma and Conrad being with his uncle, Rosa ends up getting released from prison but was in no position to reclaim Ricky or Conrad. And according to Rosa, the social worker told her, quote, Conrad seems to be doing fine in Washington, so why don't you send Ricky to Washington too? You've got one week to send him to Washington or I'm going back to court and your kids are going to go into foster care. In hindsight, it would have been in the best interest of these boys for the social worker to have done her job and sent them the case back to family court but instead Ricky was sent to live with Uncle Raul and Aunt Kathy <laughs> this is from the article and I kept it in because I loved how it was wrote it says well gee willikers if grandma was bad do you think Uncle Raul was any better yeah gee willikers <laughs> I just saw that and I'm like that's not something I would ever say but I just I loved the writing of that article so I used quite a bit of it I will not deny that so uh, the sci-high.com article article fine mm -hmm. bye um, at first things seemed to be going well on the surface with this newly created family um, they had two other kids in the house with them um, I think one was two years old and a 13 month old I believe um, is what Raul and Kathy had. I don't know if they were boys or girls. I think one was a boy and one was a girl, but I don't know. Anyways, Raul, 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 bye. Raul reported to his family that both boys were excelling in school, getting good grades, making friends, and playing on the local sports team. He wove a tale that painted um, a pretty idyllic life with the boys prospering and flourishing at their home, but family would soon learn that it had... Had, oh my god, had all been a monstrous lie. He's a big fat fucking liar face because... All right. Fucking, it's, it's, it's only going to get worse. Um, so within a few months, neighbors, police, and the boy's sister reported that both Conrad and Ricky were both being physically and sexually abused. Oh, and it, it'll be later on. Oh, okay, I'm, it's fine. It's, it gets fuck, it's disgusting what happens to these boys. Um, even though Ricky was never enrolled... Enrolled in school, Conrad was, so Ricky was just left at the house. He's the 10-year-old and Conrad's 13. Classmates reported that Conrad had started wearing makeup to hide bruises and complained about his uncle hurting him. Oh. And But he didn't specify how or in what fashion, just that he was being hurt. After local police notified Washington CPS, they opened an investigation only to close it and called the allegations unfounded. Oh Life my gosh. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, it's awful. And... Not enough was done for these boys, and all I could think about was the Gabriel Fernandez case. Mm -hmm. So, yep. So life for these brothers continued as normal, a living hell. 
When their mother, Rosa, was finally ready to bring them back to California, Raul made excuses. He couldn't afford the airfare. When the boy's mother pressed the issue in October of 2005, Raul and Kathy reported that Conrad had run away from home. I'll, we'll get there. So, that's October. Okay. They said they had, he'd been acting out and had become a discipline problem both at home and at school. They awoke one morning to find he had disappeared. He's 13. Raul claimed that they frantically searched for him, but that it would be difficult because Conrad had run away with an older gay lover. And it says, remember, folks, he's 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're lying. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. <sighs> he told the family that Kathy was so distraught, he was sending her and their two young children... <laughs> in this article, it put yikes, they breed. <laughs> I just... Whoever... I didn't... It didn't stay, say who the author of the story was... Um, but I left some of their stuff in there just because, yikes, they breed. I'm like, that sounds like something we would say here. Um, to live with her sister. Okay, so, um, that Kathy was so distraught that she had to go live with her sister in Sacramento in October 2005, but Raul vowed not to leave Washington without Conrad. Oh, wait, hold on. So the sister can go to California yep. with the two younger ones, but not bring the other two kids with her, really? Yeah. Conrad and Ricky, right? right? But Conrad's mm. missing, oh, but... but, 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 but. Yeah, well, it's... Right. I know. I, I'm, I'm just... I'm, it's I'm, fucking bullshit. Yeah. But yeah. both Raul and Kathy told social services that Conrad had been sent to live with a different relative out of state, and again, they closed that investigation. What? CPS sucks. I'm just... Okay, and then also, sorry, double time. No, you're fine. When somebody has a felony, I thought it was pretty difficult to have people... To be in charge of children. Yeah. Depending, I guess it depends on what the felt. I think and maybe it, was, it depends on the state too. I think it, I don't know, it was but. mostly drug charges. I think it might come up later, or if I just read it and just didn't add it in here, I think it was drug charges is why he's a felon. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. So they, you know, vowed not to leave without him, but you know, okay. So Ricky and Conrad's other. Um, and her name is Berta, I'm going to guess, Cervalos. Wait, vowed not to leave that. What are you talking about? All we know is that you you stopped at, St. basically, they, they didn't look further into it. They just closed it. They're like, meh. Well, because they, um, okay, so Raul vowed not to leave Washington without Conrad because she was going to go to California. Oh, okay. With, the two, with her two children. Okay. So, but then, um, then they told social services that Conrad had been sent to live with a different relative out of state, and so they closed the investigation. Yeah. Because of those allegations. Because we're just going to close it. We're not going to figure out where this 13-year-old 13-year-old mm-hmm. gay child went. Because this, he went with his older gay lover. This is a, isn't it government-funded? CPS? Yeah. I think so. So. That sounds right. They need to follow what they're supposed to follow where these children are oh really they're with aunt louise then great let me get aunt louise's information so we can check her, get her on yeah. the phone right now wow 2005 is video chat a thing i don't think so but gross goodness hi oh is this so uh ricky and conrad's other aunt her name's berta servalos went to the address that rule had rule raul had given in sacramento on christmas eve 2005 to visit with the boys she discovered that Raul had given them a fake address. Hmm. So on Christmas morning, Ricky, Ricky, um, the 10-year-old, calls the Cervalos home 
and begged to be allowed to return to their house, the family began to make plans for him to return home, because that's where his mom lives, is in California also. Sadly, it would all be in vain. On the evening of December 25th, 2005, that's right, Christmas evening, when most children have played themselves out with their new toys and stuffed themselves with Christmas cookies and food, Ricky Morales lay dying in a closet. Oh my gosh. Not that Raul or Kathy could be bothered with a little thing like him dying. No, they sat down with family and friends for a Christmas feast while he died from massive internal injuries. So, according to Raul, this is, it's going to get rough for the next probably two to five minutes. Um, I don't know if it's quite five minutes, but we'll just put that time frame. Ricky complained of not feeling well after he'd been severely beaten and refused to eat his dinner. Okay, so it said dinner at one point, and then another one um, said breakfast. Kathy was appalled and offended that... <laughs> this is another quote from that awesome article I found. That Ricky refused to eat her delectable cuisine. <laughs> For punishment, Raul ordered Ricky to clean the apartment's bathroom. Um, it appeared that Ricky was not working fast enough to Raul's liking, so he kicked him. Ricky ends up vomiting, and he um, gets kicked again. Not satisfied, he kept, he kicked the boy for a third time. He's 11 now. Um, then he dragged him into the bedroom and threw him in the feces-strewn closet, where he repeatedly kicked and stomped on the boy as t Ricky tried to escape. Then he slammed the door and went to eat his Christmas dinner. Why was the closet filled with shit? Because they'd lock him in there. And just leave him in there for days at a time. Okay. Yep. Um, when Kathy went to check on him hours later, she found him dead. Frightened, she called the police. He was pronounced dead on December 25th, uh, 2005. On the 26th, she and Raul were brought in for questioning by Corona Police. That's an... Okay. Sorry. I didn't know it was the Corona Police. Ah. Raul admitted to disciplining Ricky, but never meant to hurt him. Right, kicking, punching, stomping on an 11-year-old boy is a common discipline practice. Yeah. Both were promptly arrested. And put in a closet full of shit. Feces. Yeah. Ooh, Come on. Like his own feces that he had to lay in and slept in. A, a tiny and obviously little... it wasn't just like one day. It, no. There was, it was... Ugh. Yep. Okay. Okay, then the police, the police were then notified that there was another brother who just happened to be missing and had been missing since... What did they say? I said October. They returned to the Saranana home and found the body of 13-year-old Conrad. Oh, my gosh. Okay. How he's found is, I don't, if you don't want to hear this part, skip ahead a little bit. It had, um, his body had been stuffed inside of a trash can that was covered in plastic and duct tape and then encased in concrete and stored on the carport of their Corona home. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Our, Raul admitted that. Um, Conrad died after a round of discipline on or about August 22nd, 2005. He went missing in October, but had been dead since August. Oh my gosh. So, four months. Four months had gone by. And it took two months for them to spin a story of him running off when he was actually murdered. Um, after the family began to become suspicious, he told authorities they came up with the story of the old dear gay lover to cover up the murder. When family moved from Washington to California, they brought him with them. What? They brought him with him, encased in that concrete barrel. Or a trash can. Yeah. Yep. On the article it said, sick, fuck, sick fucks, ain't they? 
It was around this time that they began to think about the necessity of killing Ricky as he had witnessed the murder of his brother. Oh my god. So gosh. he watched his brother die. So they were like, well, watch, we killed one kid. We got to get rid of the other one. Hi. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Here you go. All right. So, um, the autopsy of Ricky showed a history of severe abuse, including old fractures, bruises, contusions, and what appeared to be cigarette burns all over his body. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Riverside County Deputy Medical Examiner Dr. Mark Fajardo yep, also found multiple external traumatic injuries, according to a pretrial brief uh, filed by the prosecution when they go to trial. Scars on Ricky's body were consistent with being whipped with an electrical cord or similar instrument, uh, the, the brief had stated. Um, okay, this part is trigger warning again. Ricky's scrotum was damaged with a penetrating laceration, and his scrotal sac was severely damaged. Oh, my gosh. There were multiple scars to his scalp, primarily centered on the back of his head. <sighs> okay, I'm fine. He had a severe infection on the back of his legs. Finally, there were multiple circular injuries consistent with cigarette burns throughout um, Ricky's body that were determined to be at least several weeks, if not several months old. Um, witnesses reported that they had seen both Raul and Kathy abuse Ricky. Um, Kathy was reported to have treated Ricky as a personal slave, ordering him to clean up after her and her children. Okay. Um, police and neighbors say the boys grew thin while the Serenanas and their two children showed no signs of undernourishment. If you look at them, they were, like, pretty obese, in my opinion. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. You'll see the pictures on social media um, that, I, that I'll post. No autopsy reports were available for Conrad, but it is a safe bet that his body had the same evidence of abuse that Ricky's had. So I'm sure with decomposition and being encased in cement like it was hard to um be able to properly autopsy his body um both raul and kathy were charged with first degree murder and child endangerment with a special circumstance of inflicting torture in the death of ricky kathy has claimed that she that she is um she had suffered from battered wife syndrome and had no knowledge of mistreatment or abuse of either ricky or conrad fuck right off yeah exactly uh, especially because she's the only one who smokes cigarettes, but that comes up later. And, okay, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, uh, okay, abusive. Okay, though Raul has admitted to administering the beating that led to Ricky's death, he claimed that the death was unintentional and an accident. The jury didn't buy their lame excuses. Both were convicted of first-degree murder, and the jury recommended the death penalty. Um, they were going to be going to Can court. Can we, like, recommend the torture penalty? Like, yeah. Why can't we do that? Um, actually, one of their family members says that towards the end Ooh, of this. Hey. hey. Okay. Um, so they were going to be going to court um, in June of 2009. So this all happened in 2005. So that's three and a half years later um, to be formally sentenced. Washington is current was currently planning on charging both um, for the murder of Conrad as well. They were working on it in 2009, I should say. Um, I see when it goes to Auntie. No, no. Um, wait, wait, wait. Done. Is it because of me? He even smiled. <laughs> I don't know if it was a happy smile. But it, it was, was a very happy smile. Because he senses for done. We love huh. 
Okay. Um, okay. Ricky Conrad currently play. Okay. In pronouncing sentences for the Serenanas in Superior Court in Riverside, Judge Paul E. Zellerbach, Zellerbach, sorry, followed the recommendations um, that the two juries had made that April. So they're, um, um, everything started in April of 2009. A sentence of death in California is automatically appealed for whatever reason, but they're both on death row. Anyways, um, Kathy will be the 16th woman on California's death row. I have a Charlie horse in my foot. Overall, 680 inmates await execution. The most recent execution was in January of 2006. I don't know if that's changed since, um, since this article was written. Zellerbach said a dominant factor in his decision was the way Ricky was abused repeatedly by both Saranana's. It's weird saying that because like, we call you Nana, and mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like that their name is similar to yours. Um, it's bothering me. Um, in autopsy photos shown at the trial, the boy's body was covered with new and old scabs, bruises, and scars, and a pathologist testified that Ricky had cracked ribs and a torn lung. Um, using x-ray equipment, that's how they ended up finding Conrad's remains at the carport. Neighbors stated that, um, teams, they saw teams break concrete with jackhammers and roll out several green metal barrels, um, while they were, uh, searching their house, and that's when they discovered his body in the concrete. Um, Zellerbach said, the ongoing and almost mind-numbing extent of the torture inflicted on these boys is horrifying. Um, in his closing statement, Deputy District Attorney John Aki, I'm assuming is how you say it, A-K-I, told jurors that Kathy um, took an active part in her husband's violent abuse of Ricky Morales and the boy's 13-year-old brother, Conrad. Aki reminds jurors that Kathy was the only one in the household who smoked, and an autopsy revealed numerous cigarette burns on Ricky's body, including those on the child's genitals. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so additional to, yeah, the penetration okay there's some kind of sadistic intimacy when you do that Aki said you're up close you have to strip the victim's clothes off when Ricky was asked by friends how he had received a black eye or bruise he would respond that he had been in a fight and excuse Kathy instructed the child to tell him to say according to Aki Um, the woman's lawyer Patrick Rossetti admitted the evidence was hard to um was hard to stomach, but asked jurors to fight off the emotional part and concentrate on witnesses' testimony. Um, Rossetti mentioned two incidents in which the in their in which the neighbors saw Raul choke and push his wife against into a wall. Um, the attorney argued Raul mentally tormented his wife, who went along with whatever her husband wanted to do out of fear for what might happen to the couple's two small children. Um, Raul's attorney, whose name is Victor Marshall, not related, not related, um, told jurors the previous week that no witness reported actually seeing the boys abused as if the marks covering Ricky's body wasn't evident enough. He said his client, who was jobless and emotionally unbalanced, suffered extreme stress and killed Ricky in a fit of anger because that's an excuse to kill a child and trusted you to you to love and care for them. Take their life when they didn't eat a meal or clean a bathroom in a timely manner. Monsters. That was my notes. Yes. It's fine. It's fine. And it was more than one, so come on. Right. I'd love to be present at their executions. And to come up with that fucking crazy-ass light. Ugh. Yeah. It's insane what people will spin out just to cover... I don't even know. His attorney also said... um, 
Raul should receive a second-degree murder charge as it wasn't his intention to kill the boy. I roll barf gross, is mm -hmm. what I put. Uh, Marshall also stated Raul was someone who was abused when he was young and had an almost childlike mentality. Yeah. Yeah, he pointed out that Raul had been uh, prescribed Effexor, which is a drug that treats depression and anxiety, and that he had trouble controlling his anger because that's an excuse to commit murder on a child. But it's fine, I'm fine. Hmm. I, I was like, okay, Raul, not okay, Raul, you fucking bastard. Um, in a journal entry that was shown in court, Conrad wrote about other family members being punished when Kathy had a bad day. Marshall suggested that Kathy was the one in control of the family, the puppeteer who pulled her husband's strings versus him being abusive or whatever. They're both fucking, the, fucking knob goblins. Ugh. Um, the day after Ricky died, Raul called police to say he had hurt and possibly killed the boy while trying to discipline him. Marshall reminded the jury how Raul, in a recorded police interview that was shown in court, called his nephew a good kid and began to cry. The beating was severe and unjustified, but Raul never intended to kill his nephew. That's why he cried, Marshall said. He's sorry. He did not expect this to happen. So when fucking badass... Oh, oh goodness. Did it get to you? Yep, okay, cool. So, sorry, I had to take care of a screaming baby. Um, so I was getting ready to talk about, okay, we were, got through the, um, the killer's lawyer, and now we're going to go to Deputy District Attorney John Aki, oh, he was mentioned earlier, um, summed up his rebuttal in one incredulous rhetorical word. Really? <laughs> nice. This is what he started with. Oh, really? dogs are barking. Sorry, guys. Yep, sorry. Um, if you can hear the loud-ass dogs upstairs, the kids probably just went outside and then came back in. Um, in his initial initial closing remarks, Aki again showed the photos of um, the injuries to Ricky's body. He reminded jurors of the pathologist's testimony that some of the bruises, abrasions, and wounds that looked like cigarette burns and marks made with electrical cord occurred days or even weeks before the boy's death. When he was kicking that little boy and burning that little boy and beating that little boy, that was for discipline, Aki said. That is the definition of sadistic. Mm -hmm. After the Christmas Day beating, when Raul Saranana, Saranana, sorry, Saranono, realized the boy could die, um, Aki said he chose not to call for help, but instead closed the closet door and sat down to a holiday meal, because that's what he did. Aki said um, they had spun a web of deceit that Raul had hoped would uh, culminate in people believing Ricky's death was an accident. Even under police questioning, Raul never mentioned Conrad, whom he had already killed until he wanted to make a deal with the prosecutors to help Kathy, Aki said. Um, before jurors went into deliberations that Thursday afternoon, Aki left them with a final image. A picture of Ricky and Conrad playing by a pool mm -hmm. was shown, superimposed with a quote from Raul's final police interview. These kids came along and ruined my life. Yeah. Mm. Uh. Uh. So Raul ended up facing murder and torture charges. His wife, Kathy, is also charged with murder and child endangerment. An autopsy showed that the boy, had, um, uh, Ricky, had died from massive internal injuries. Riverside County Deputy Medical Examiner, um, like I mentioned earlier, Dark Fajardo, Mark, Dr. Mark Fajardo, wow, was um, also found multiple external traumatic injuries. In a courtroom packed with the members of the Saranana and Mora Morales families and members of the two juries, five of Ricky and Conrad's relatives told the court Friday how the boys' deaths had devastated their family. 
Rosa Saranana, the boy's mother, described how Conrad and Ricky always knew when she was upset and tried to help. Now her main consolation is her, or, yeah, yeah, consolation, yep, consolation, consoling, whatever, is her youngest son, the child she was pregnant with when she learned of Conrad and Ricky's deaths, she said. She sent Ricky and Conrad to live with the Saranannas when she and other relatives couldn't care for them. How can I enjoy life after what they've done to my sons, Rosa said. God has given me another chance, but it's not the same. She and the boy's sister, Destiny Morales, who was 19, said they believed the death sentences would serve justice, although Rosa added that Raul and and Kathy should suffer the torture her sons did. I agree with her 100%, and I think they should be able to And how come nobody else keeps bringing up, there was shit all over the closet. Human feces, sorry. I know, like, but he was in it. He was in it. That's where he lived. His wounds, open wounds on his legs, getting that infected. Yep. Okay. Jurors were released from their obligations in April, but they came back that Friday. Um, the harrowing experience of the three-month trial had stayed with um, Brad Wrightstone. He was 34. He was a Riverside resident who was a foreman of um, Raul's jury. I pretty much think about it every day, Wrightstone said. I wanted to make sure that our decision that we came up with was upheld, and if it wasn't, I wanted to know why. So they obviously stated that they were... They were found guilty of and uh, sentenced or put, given the death penalty. Sorry, this baby is sitting here smiling in his sleep and giggling. Um, as, while we're talking about all this, um, the lives and deaths of Ricky and Conrad Morales is sad and pathetic on the current um, on the current state of child protective services. Two states, California and Washington, both failed to protect these children. Even after multiple complaints of abuse abuse and neglect, time after time, CPS failed to take appropriate action. The end result is two dead boys. Neither child should have been placed with the Saranannas. Vanessa Gallardo, um, who was one of their sisters, had constantly fought to gain custody of her brothers. She loved them and feared for their safety, but she was rebuffed by the system even though she had no criminal record. Um, had a technical, she was a technical school graduate and she was fully employed. Goodness. Um, she has struggled to set an example for her siblings on how to leave a productive life, and now she must live with the knowledge that her brothers were tortured and murdered by their own family. She said of the Saranannas, um, they deserve the death penalty. I still think they are getting off easy with the death penalty, the way my brothers were tortured for so long. But to me, they aren't even family, and I don't feel bad for them. Yeah. Oh. I just... I mean, monsters are awful. But and they're like, everywhere, unfortunately. Why would... Why? Like, what, what were you get? What were you... And what happened to their other kids? Did they... The, uh, their, their children were put into foster care. And I think um, ended up with family at some point. They're two young children, but they were put... They were taken by CPS. I'm like, that's fine. I mean, I'm glad. It's not their fault that right. they have shitty... But, like, but I just CPS. don't understand that. And I'm glad I don't understand. But, like, my brain wants to try to try to make sense of... Th- I just can't... What What is... What is... Why would you want to, like, burn somebody with a cigarette? Why would you kick them and have them stay... And I'm sorry, the, the, this is going to sound really, Shauna, I mean, talk about abusive, but, like, why would you even want feces in your house? That's right. all alone. Like, yeah. So you're... Exactly. Ugh. Like, I knew where you were going with that. Like, how could you... 
Like, what does the rest of the house look like? Or was it just his room because he that's where he was tortured? And All of it is just, yeah. I just, and they were, like... And then the thought process of, okay, so now we need to get cement and put this body in there. Obviously, to cover the smell. Would yeah. Be the, I mean, right. And so... Yeah, because they said once once they opened it, it was just horrific, the scent. Or stench, not scent. Well, yeah. But, the, yeah. The, the scenty stench. The scenty stench. stench. <laughs> the, yeah, smell uh, of death. I've never smelled a dead body, and I pray I never have to. I've smelled animal. I smelled, well, I've smelled rotting meat, too, yeah. when I didn't remember to put it in my fridge. That was a good time. Or here, because oh, we're in job. Kansas, some of those those oh, trucks God. that go or, by Or when the they bodies. burn the blood. Oh, yeah. Oh, or just get some throw up on your shoulder from a little baby. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Oh, it came out of your nose. But, yeah, like, uh, the the cow carcasses that... Yeah. I drive by. That's an awful, awful stench. I had a smell once of, like, um, there was a dead mouse in our house that I wasn't aware (laughs) where it was. And, like, yeah, that smell, it was just like, ooh. I'm like, there's something dead. It smells like something's rotting. And then, finally, the the poor little thing, even though it was a... They're pests. I don't mind mice when they're your pets but when they're pests yeah and the s and the t reverse um um and they're in your walls and all that jazz and pooping all over everything but this little guy got squished in one of my drawers which uh in the kitchen is weird but whatever but anyways the body was rotting but like yeah yeah I w- so that's interesting too. Uh, hence, I guess the lime and stuff that a lot of people will use. But I always thought that was just to bury in itself. I, my assumption would have been a body covered in cement would probably cover that. That's I would think that the there wouldn't be a smell, but obviously there is. So that's, oh no no, I'm just saying when they cracked when they oh, opened, opened the, oh, yeah they said okay. it was very very okay intense yeah okay. but no the, you're what you're saying is yeah they encased it so it wouldn't okay smell. Which is just, it's horrific. Like, ugh. And sitting on that for four And months. moving it from Washington yeah. to California. And this woman being like, I didn't know. Fuck you. Ugh. Or, uh, I've, uh, I've got battered woman's syndrome. No, there's actually women who suffer from that, and yeah. you are not. Yeah. You put cigarettes out on his genitals. You, you had him get up. naked and put... Mm. And who knows what else you did. Yeah. I mean, so... Like, you knew he was, his living situation... You knew he was in a fucking bedroom. Right. A closet, apparently. Yep. With shit. And yep. you didn't take him to the doctor. If you saw your husband beating the shit up, come the fuck on. Ew. Yeah. Um, those poor sisters. This was yeah. the one that wanted... It was trying to fight for uh, custody. Who... It, the system is just jacked. And it's... it's it hasn't... It really hasn't improved for... Not by much. Not no. by much at all. It's... There are... You know, there are some cases that... But it's... It's so few that it sucks and i'm so grateful for the social workers that that do their job well and truly care about the well-being of 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 people and and if parents are able to get help to help those parents to get help uh, but parents aside those children in general that's their main focus i'm so grateful for those but it just sucks that it's like it there's so few right i'm not saying there aren't any because that would be absolute false but it's just so few that truly do what they're what what they're supposed to do with their job and 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 helping children. It's just not fair. It just sucks. Right. <sighs> tell them. You tell them. It's that. 
Well, I mean, it is Halloween, so we're going to talk about monsters, and those two were absolute fucking, fucking disgusting monster. monsters. I hope they're being, freaking, their genitals are being burned every day yes. in freaking prison. Yeah. Yeah. Slammed in between, like, prison bars and shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Stab them. On that note, make sure you check out angrynum.shop. <laughs> <laughs> Unhappy or not, go get some go get some merch. Go uh, do some retail therapy yeah, after that yeah, episode. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my so, gosh. Yes. Goodness. Well, Apollo says it's time to go. Facts. So, uh, Fantasy and World Music by the Fighters does our intro sound. Angry Gnome Apparel, that's good till Saturday, so go check it out. Yes, yes, yes. And until next week... Babylon! Hey, this is Mark Jolliffe, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave, host of the Infinite Banter podcast. want to welcome everybody listening to come check out my show, Infinite Banter. The topics are infinite, and I'll banter about anything from hip-hop music to TV to movies, wrestling, comic books. You name it, I've talked about it on this show. I've had guests like Hurokski from the Fat Boys and underground hip-hop acts like Dirt Platoon on the show. I've also had actor Joshua Michael from The Walking Dead, Tommy McLaughlin, director of Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives, as well as independent wrestlers like Shaza McKenzie and Roxy, and legendary wrestlers like B. Brian Blair have all been on the show. So come check out Infinite Banter, where I'll talk about anything from TV to comic books to wrestling to hip-hop music. Listen to the show on all digital platforms, specifically Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Everywhere you hear podcasts, you'll hear the show Infinite Banter. So come check me out, the Infinite Banter Podcast.